Welcome to the PA Sprint Series podcast, where we talk about race saver sprint cars and showcase the drivers, teams, and history of the most competitive sprint car series in the country. I'm Stephanie Dodson, former driver and current announcer for the series, and I'm joined by Rod Ort, regional director, and Frank Berman, our in-house historian, reporter, and photographer. Coming up on this show, we'll recap what happened with race saver sprints across the nation and here at home with the PA Sprint Series. Welcome to the show. It's recap time. So we're here, Rod, Frank, and I, and Frank has his regular weekly recap for us. Thanks, Stephanie. It's uh, good to be back. And, you know, I think this is the first time since we have been doing this that all of the regions adjacent to or around us ran the past wow. week. We've had somebody offer, had a race canceled or rained out just about every weekend, but everybody was running. So we'll get right to them. Okay. Friday night, Laurel Highlands was at Clinton County Speedway again. And Jared Zinkowski took the win over Reed Thompson, Ian Cummins, Scott Lutz, and Ryan Lynn. Of course, three of those five names then came down to Port Royal on Saturday as well. Uh, they had 15 cars on hand and, uh, you know, when we were talking to Garrett Bard last week, he complained about not running well at Clinton County. Uh, he only finished eighth Friday night, but that was a little misleading. He actually ran quite a bit better than that. He was battling for second when the car spun out, and he had to restart in the rear. And so eighth was up from the back of the field in just a few laps. So uh, he's getting handled for it, but obviously he was not the dominant uh, force that he was a little later in the weekend that we'll talk about shortly. Good to see Nyantowski and uh, um, Reed Thompson. Good to see Reed Thompson have a good run. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good run up there, it looks like. Yeah. The uh, This weekend, Laurel Highlands is at Hidden Valley Speedway. Their first trip there, only trip there this year. Have either of you ever run it at, at uh, Hidden Valley? No, I wouldn't know where it is. It's hidden. It's hidden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never been there. That is true because when you, I've been there not for a race, but I went just by the place. And when you pull onto the property, you can't see the racetrack at all. No because wonder they call it. Down in a valley. And you drive up to the edge and you look down at, uh, at the track. Uh, I was going to try to go there once last year and the weather got in the way. Uh, I'd really like to see the place sometime. It's a very rustic track, uh, but they seem to have been doing okay the last couple of years. So good luck to them and good luck to Laurel Highlands there Saturday night. Uh, this past Saturday night, Allegheny Sprint Tour was at Michael's Mercer Raceway again. And Randy Sterling, with whom we talked earlier this year, was the winner over Greg Dabrowski and Kyle Colwell. They only had 11 cars with Allegheny, which is a pretty low turnout for them. Uh, and, and I've got to continue to look. Not sure what they're doing this weekend. There was a possibility that Mercer was going to make up a race this weekend. And they said, if so, they'd be there. Otherwise, they would join Laurel Highlands at Hidden Valley. So, okay someplace apparently one of the other uh, other series that did have a pretty good turnout this weekend was mid-atlantic the mass group was at bridgeport speedway again and jeff geigas was the winner there you know you ought to tell the people that if they appear on this podcast they're going to win races later 
Yeah, yeah two for real. out that way so far, huh? Yeah, you had two people that were your guests on here, and they were winners this past weekend. Actually, three, if you count Port Royal. Anyway, uh, Jeff was the winner over Tim Tanner, Tom Carberry, Dave Brown, and C.J. Faison. And our past regular, Jake Fry, took a trip over to Bridgeport to run with him. And Jake came home in eighth place. Uh, a little more uncertainty with the schedule. Their schedule shows they don't have another race until uh, the 29th. But they had a Facebook post that said, we'll see you this Saturday. So I don't know. You know, we, we've talked about how we were fortunate in the COVID-19 not affecting our races as much as some other people. You look at some of these other series, and they're almost making up their schedules on a week-to-week -week basis. Yeah. So we have been fortunate. And as we see with these car counts, we're really fortunate to have the kind of participation that PAS has had this year. Uh, speaking of which, the Virginia Sprint Series was at Shenandoah Speedway on Saturday night, and Mike Laris came up from North Carolina again to, I think, claim his second in a row at that track. Billy Hubbard and Gerald Harris were second and third. They only had eight cars there, and that was one more than they had last time they ran at Shenandoah. They're off next weekend, then they're at Natural Bridge Speedway back on the dirt on the 22nd. Uh, Carolina Sprint Tour was at Lawrence County Speedway in South Carolina. Jeff Oliver, the winner, over Neil McLean, Mike Sellers, and Ben McCall, who's run with us. They only had 10 cars, they're off this weekend, but next weekend they are at one of South Carolina's best-known dirt tracks, Cherokee Speedway, just a little bit south of Charlotte. And out to the west of us, Ohio Thunder Sprint Series uh, was at 35 Raceway in Frankfurt, Ohio, and Kyle Kruger was the winner over Dylan Troyer and Jacob Stickle. Looks like they had 12 cars on hand. The Indiana Race Saver Sprint Series was off last weekend, but they are going to make up for it this weekend. Uh, actually, they would have made up for it even more. They had a race on Friday night that has been canceled because of COVID concerns at Tri-City Speedway. So instead, on Saturday night, they're going to run at Tri-State Speedway, if you can keep that straight. Uh, Hobstadt, Indiana, that's a really well-known and respected track. Uh, that's the Hoosier Sprint Nationals, and it also includes a uh, another regional wingless sprint series in addition to the race savers. Up in uh, Kansas, the United Rebel Sprint Series was at Sherman County Speedway in Goodland, Kansas, and said it was their first time there in 13 years. And Taylor Velasquez got the second win of the season with the United Rebel winning over Zach Blurton, who came up from 15th place to finish second, and Todd Plemons. They had 16 cars on hand. And this weekend, they will have a two-day show at uh, the Oberland Speedway in Ohio. It's going to be the Bob Salem Memorial, Friday and Saturday. In Nebraska, the Sprint Series of Nebraska was at US 30 Speedway, where Stuart Snyder was the winner over Jason Danley and Tyler Drek. They had 16 cars there, and most of them look like they are uh, Eagle Raceway regular teams. And that race ended early. A driver named Nick Lingenfelter flipped down the front stretch and damaged the catch fence too much to continue the race. Oh. 
fortunately, he didn't seem to damage Nick much, so he, he was okay. But that was uh, the end of the racing in Kansas. Must be something with Nick's. Yeah. Our own Nick Swagger yeah, took out the fence at BAPS last year, and here's another <laughs> Nick. Yeah, watch those Nicks if you need some work done on your catch fence. Uh, I, I said Kansas. I meant Nebraska there with those guys. Eagle Raceway, which is in Nebraska but not part of the Sprint Series of Nebraska, also was running over the weekend. They ran on Saturday with Mike Lovegrove winning over Nathan Weiler and Shale Helgett. And that's, you know, another group of guys that we haven't talked about in the previous reports. They almost seem like they have different winners every week. Very competitive mm -hmm. race at Eagle, and they did have a full field of cars there. The Sprint Series of Oklahoma had a big weekend with two large purse events. Uh, they had to go down to Texas to get one of them, though. They were at West Texas Raceway in Lubbock on Friday night, and uh, Danny Wood got the win over Jake Buback and J.T. Kelly. They had 30 cars there. Then on Saturday, for even more money, they were at the Route 66 Motor Speedway in Oklahoma for the Lyndon Moss Memorial Race, and Lauren Wofford came from Alamogordo, New Mexico, to win the race. So, yes, they do have Race Savers Prince in New Mexico as well. Um, he got the win over Whit Gastineau and Casey Burkham. And Danny Wood, the guy who won Friday night, finished in fourth. Um, a lot of activity for them, and now they take over two months off before their next race. They don't race again until October the 17th. So figure that. Uh, there was also a race in Oklahoma that was not Sprint Series of Oklahoma, at Lawton Speedway, it was a race saver event, though, and Gary Owens finished ahead of Blake Mallory and Lloyd Clevenger in that race. The only other one we had was the Southern United Sprint Series down in eastern Texas, where they were at the 105 Speedway, and Rod Craddock was the winner over Trey Schmidt and Tyler Harris, 17 cars there. They will be back at that same track in two weeks. The Texas Sprint Series is on their, what they call their summer break until August the 29th when they go to Oklahoma. See, the Oklahoma Sprinters came down to Texas last week, so the Texans have to go back up to Oklahoma to even it all out, I guess. And as we said, the uh, Sprinters in Minnesota and California have thrown in the towel on the season due to COVID-19. So that's what we've got. A lot of uh, series seem not to be running next week, so this will be kind of short then, but um, looks like some good racing throughout the country this past weekend. Thanks a lot, Frank. It seems that um, some series around the nation uh, may, may have had lower car count, and we were very fortunate. Um, you know, in this area, we actually had the exact opposite, 49 cars in attendance at Port Royal for the tribute to Kurt Hershey and Military Appreciation Night. Um, Garrett Bard picked up his uh, third win there this season. Um, but we had some really strong runs from the back. Uh, Cassidy Kreitz, who was our guest on the last episode, uh, came from 26th up to 10th, uh, gaining 16 spots. Uh, and Nitro Nick Swagger went from 20th up to third, gaining him the Hard Charger Award with 17 spots. Um, 
Also, Dominic Malaire had a solid fourth place finish, and it was nice to see Fred Arnold um, in car 88 get his second top 10 of the season with an eighth place finish. Yeah, Fred Arnold looked uh, looked good. He he took off in a heat race and uh, and really took advantage of a good starting spot. Um, I, I guess it's uh, remiss to say that uh, a lot of the positions advanced were unfortunately due to the first lap uh, first lap accident when uh, Derek Houck got upside down and then of course um, Doug nowhere to go Doug Dodson nowhere to go got it got into that uh, several cars tangled up. Uh, we haven't haven't had much of that this year. Fortunately, um, not too many reds. And you know, as I said to said to Doug, um, hey, lucky you! Uh, you're one of the u unique ones this year that uh, got in one of these things. So, mm -hmm. uh, kind of a shame of Derek and and Doug. Some of those cars getting tore up. We did have another car get upside down. Um, in in warmups, but fortunately, we haven't seen a lot of that this year. Um, but definitely, you know, Nick is always fast, um, you know, missed it in the heat race there, didn't get into the redraw. And then of course, uh, you know, with the number of cars, you, you, you know, you run five heats, you finish, uh, towards the back of your heat, you end up starting 20th and, and Nick took advantage of that and had a good run. Cassidy, you had another good run, probably the same situation coming up through. Yeah, it was, it was tough. I mean, the cars everybody's just getting so fast and um you know when we have that many cars in a heat race and only four were transferring right to the a main uh we had some really top-notch teams in that b and c main and um we saw some people not making it into the a um and we normally see them in the main event so everyone um it was good racing though. I mean, we had that one incident, but that was just wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing. You know, that was nothing. I think somebody checked up um, and then the person behind them slammed on the brakes and then the person behind them had nowhere to go. And it was just kind of one of those yeah. domino effects. Um, and Justin Clark uh, from Ohio made uh, one of his few appearances with us um, this past weekend. Um, he's visited with us before at Port Royal and, Strong, strong run for him. Um, came home um, initially second, and we'll be talking to him here in a little bit. One of the things I think you really have to say about that racing Saturday night too, and this, this I think people don't give the past Race Saver series enough credit for the quality of the racing. But, you know, we were the third series to run a feature. The last show after, I think that, two track or two divisions before us both big tire big horsepower pound the track to oblivion divisions and you see a lot of other last divisions run at different tracks around here and complain a lot about not being able to pass on a track like that after it's already been beaten down and here we've got drivers that are advancing double digit amounts of positions during the night and so it's it's a com it, it says something about the rules with pass, the tires that are used, the, the tire to horsepower, all that, and the quality of the drivers that you put on a really, really entertaining show like that on a racetrack that, that, you know, to a lot of other divisions would have really been worn out and not worth racing on. It's true. That's a good point, Frank. All right. Well, I think it's about time that we're going to go talk to our guest of the week, um, Justin Clark. Mm -hmm. 
Justin Clark out of Hammersville, Ohio, driver who came to the Port Royal Speedway with the PA Sprint Series this weekend. Uh, Justin, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hey, Justin, hey, you Justin. were on the move. Yeah, Justin. Uh, <laughs> Justin had a real good night going there uh, until about 2 a.m. I guess. Um, just a little background on this. We had talked about having Justin on the show, um, on the way to the, the races uh, on uh, Saturday night, we thought, you know, he's been having a good season. We need to have him on. And then, and in fact, um, we, uh, I, I talked to Justin down there with his podium finish after running really well. And, um, you know, said, uh, you know, can we do this on Monday? And then unfortunately, uh, we had a, heading back from the home, we uh, home uh, stretch there, we, get a call from Dave who says, hey, we, we've got a problem. Um, Justin's a little bit over on lift. Um, and, you know, background to that and discussion with Justin is that they they had their engine teched uh, like last, what, Thursday, Justin, was it? Wednesday or Thursday, last week yeah. or something? Yeah, it was like last week, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just off a of fresh tech, you know, the standard procedure there is you, you know, you bring your tech sheet with you as a like a temporary registration for the hard card and that has all the numbers and um you know they they had that as a reference and and uh you know it passed tech but um as as we've found out as dave has found out in the past you know when you're real close on those numbers there you know they're especially the first race you know i guess they're they're subject to change so anytime you know dave texts them we have one real close you know we'll we'll kind of tell him you know watch it but um unfortunately uh you know it was like he's you're you're legal by like a thousandths um it comes comes in you know a few thousandths over and um rules rule and uh, unfortunately we had a um uh, uh, disqualify uh, justin's good run there um i don't think it it takes anything away from uh, a a great job I, I i you know one of the reasons I left the racetrack was um, we've seen Justin before. We've teched Justin before. Dave's teched Justin out at the nationals. Um, you know, we don't, we didn't expect this anymore. And he did. Um, and uh, you know, I didn't even stick around. I didn't even know if Dave would do tech at 2 a.m. Um, uh, but uh, uh, I think we got, uh, got that behind us. What do you, what do you have to say on that, Justin? You know, at the end of the, end of the day, you know, it is what it is. You just got to move on and uh, you got to come back stronger and uh, prove that you uh, can fix it and come back and uh, just do the same thing you did or if not, get a little better. And uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to get it fixed and uh, get ready for nationals. Well, just the fact that you're still, you know, willing to come on the show and talk with us, you know, I think says a lot about you and we appreciate you, you know, being a guest on here and how you handled the whole situation. Your, your heat race at Port Royal was so impressive. I started eighth and I think by the time you came out of turn two, I think you were already leading. Um, you just went to the high side and said, see ya to everyone else. And then um, in the feature, you know, had that front row starting spot, taking advantage of it. Uh, you were just fast and seems like you're fast out in Ohio too. Yeah, you know, we've had a, <laughs> I would say we've had a good season. We have had a good season, but it's been up and down. You know, uh, we've had multiple motor problems this year. And, you know, it's just 
part of it, I guess. But, uh, you know, we've had a really good season. Uh, we started year out going out to Missouri just to get some racing in. Uh, picked up a win out there. Um, we came back to Ohio, picked up two races in Ohio. And uh can't remember. We won another race. Uh, oh, we went to Lake Ozark. I guess I won two races out in Missouri. So, wow. you know, pretty cool to go out there and win races there and uh, get to traveling in and get to race with other people and meet other people and run different series with Race Saver. And uh, it's cool to meet everyone. How long, how long of a drive is it to Missouri from, from where you are? Uh, it's probably about the same as it takes to get to Port Royal. Um, oh, okay. It's about nine hours. So It's only nine it's, hours. It's a nine-hour drive. Only? Yeah. Well, the Nationals got to be close. How long does it, it take you to get to the Nationals? That's got to take uh, It's about 14. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. We're, I don't know. What is it? 20 or something, bro. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I uh, uh, you know, and and just as reference, um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm sure you're passing tack on all those other races, and and this engine just happened this week. So if anybody thinks, well, you know, you were running something else before that we found something that that you know pre-existed, it's not the situation. Um, you know, it's probably good that you know the one situation with the nationals that you you come in the door out there you know, they're rolling everything and checking everything, you know, it's just something you don't have the time to do um, on a on a regular Saturday night. But you've definitely been um, strong at, at Port Royal the different times you've come in. You've always been a, a great competitor. Have you have you gotten to race any of the other tracks in here with pass? I don't remember. Uh, I don't think I have. I ran one race at Hagerstown, but I think that was with another series. Yeah, that was, well, we were all mixed together. The Nationals are uh, at least, but yeah. Um, yeah. And Hagerstown's, least, I think, still shut down and they haven't had any more races. Um, yeah. Are you but you're not afraid of traveling, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we started the year, was, I was going to try and run for national points. Um, unfortunately, we started year out and uh, had some motor problems. Um, lost a motor out at Bethany at the first start of the season. And, uh, you know, since then we've had motor problems. This is the same motor I've had problems with all year. We've lost valves. Um, it's almost came apart before. So it's just, it's been, <laughs> it's, uh, it's been, it's been rough with that motor. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it's, uh, I guess, triumph and tragedy. Certainly a lot of people would like to have, uh, you know, three or four wins at this point. And, um, you know, I think, I think you're, you're showing some stuff there, picking up those other wins. Um, you know, I think as from a, a like a, a race saver standpoint, um, you know, kind of tell us about, you know, uh, you, you said meeting people and things like that, how, how race saver, you know, unique, giving you the ability to run everywhere. Um, you know, how's race saver benefited you compared to maybe running something else? Uh, you know, the only thing other in Ohio that we have is the Attica Fremont series and there's no fun in racing two tracks. I'm sorry, but you know, that's the nice thing about race saver. I can go Ohio, Indiana, Pennsylvania, just about anywhere. I got to Missouri, you know, Nebraska, Texas, you can go just about anywhere you're really willing to travel. But, uh, you know, it's cool to be able to do that and be able to 
sometimes run with the same people or run with different people and see where you stack up. Yeah, I think uh, you find uh, the other people uh, friendly. Uh, I think, you know, like Darren Bolak has traveled a bunch. We talked with him and Randy Sterling and uh, seem to have a pretty fun environment everywhere they go. Uh, Is that what you're seeing? Oh, yeah, you know, it's everybody's usually really friendly or most people are you know there's your you got your few people that don't like don't like the outsiders but you know normally you you come in wherever and you know everybody welcomes you with open arms and you know it's it's cool to have that and meet different like series directors you know with people that like thank you for coming and you know the big thing i noticed when i went out to uh i went out to uh us 36 in bethany is the promoter out there man he was he was like, wow, you drove clear from Ohio to come out here and race with us? He goes, that's so cool. So, and then, you know, I ended up winning that night, and uh, he was, like, going crazy and in, in interviewing me. And, you know, that was exciting, and the fans was, like, jumping up and down when I was interviewing. So, it was it was just pretty cool. <laughs> oh, neat, neat. Randy Sterling has tell, told us, um, you know, in his travels, he's treated like a hero. Um, and uh, in Pennsylvania, we're – you know, sometimes treated like the street stocks, you know. <laughs> uh, Dustin, the, how does Port Royal compare to the tracks that you run on the most often? Uh, characteristics, size of the track, how the track ran the Saturday night in particular? Uh, you know, Port Royal, I mean, it's Beat Palace for a reason. The only thing I got compared of, comparable to it would have to be atomic and you know it's not even close to say is it a larger track than most of the ones you run on or are they half miles too whoops is it a nope i'm back i don't know where i went but i'm back (laughs) (laughs) so is is it a larger track than the others you run on oh yeah it's uh poor royals you know it's it's huge compared to like everything else we have, you know, the biggest thing I have in Ohio would probably be atomic, you know, and they're about the same driving style track, but uh, you know, there's just nothing comparable speed wise is entering in the corner at Port Royal on the top. You know, that's just, that's a rush. Yeah. For someone who doesn't get the chance to do that often, you certainly, you know, drove in a turn one pretty hard in that heat race and took everybody captive that first turn you know i told i told uh my buddy alex and my girlfriend before i went out you know starting eighth you know it's all, my only option is probably just go on the top and just blow it in there see what it does you know that's what we did and you know at the rest of the race you know being out front the only thing that sucks is you don't know where everyone else is at and i just kept it that you know i need to keep running the top and see what happens so you know that's what i did and kept never let off and you know they're towards the end I, I never let off that whole race and my foot started shaking because I was pushing the gas so hard <laughs> well tell us about the people to help you out is uh who do you who do you have traveling all over the country with you you know usually when we go like long races you know it's usually me and my, my mom and my girlfriend you know that's usually about it and if I can find someone that wants to go, go traveling or if they're not working or don't or are scared of the COVID, you know, going on. You know, if they're willing to go, I'll take them with me. But usually, like when we went out to Missouri, it was just me, my mom, and my girlfriend. And you know, it's it's cool like to go out there and be able to win races and just me, my mom, and my girlfriend. Cool, cool. Uh, that's great. That is impressive. 
great that uh, you know they're they're making a trip or involved with you. Uh, yeah. now, your car is it seems to be full of sponsors so um do you put all that work in to obtain those sponsors or you have somebody you know helping on the you know away from the track doing that you know it's the hardest part about me living in ohio and sprint car wise is, or race saver wise is you know getting sponsors but you know luckily i know a couple people um and then they turn into more people then my name gets out there and I get more people. So, you know, it's a lot of it, some of it's product sponsors. And then uh, I have, there's a guy in Pennsylvania, uh, my mom talks to, it's called my three buddies on my car. They're, uh, my mom has a bunch of worldwide friends from Australia, um, different States and they all come together and, you know, they pitch in and really help out and uh, put a lot of money towards my car. And uh, you know, it helps out a ton. So, you know, it's just, it's just the little things, you know, they help out. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I think that's good because, you know, the Race Saver series, you know, give you an opportunity to be competitive um, and prove to sponsors that you're talented, um, you know, and, and, you know, you're traveling around, so you get plenty of exposure, you do social media and that, that type of thing. So it sounds like you're doing a good job and that's definitely, definitely the way to, the way to do it, keep the car running. Does your mom and girlfriend work on the car as well? Uh, you know, come to the, when it comes to the car, I don't let nobody else touch it. It's, I don't, it's personal wise, you know, I'll, they'll clean the car or, um, they'll push me to the track, but when it comes to the car, I don't let nobody else touch it. I do the tires. I do, I do work on the car. If anything is tore up, I fix it. You know, um, it's just personal, you know, I've been like that since I've raced go-karts. Um, you know, it's, I learn, learn, that's better learning for me. Um, better improve and uh you know it, at the end of the day you know it just feels that much better when you got all these other people that bring all these people to the track and you got me just by myself working on the car <laughs> well you know that's funny on, on my car they don't let me touch it uh just just the crew uh works on it they won't let me touch it uh what's what's uh what's the plans the rest of the season um you know my plan was originally was i was going to race my car at my car I've been racing all year this weekend get it shook down get the motor shook down which obviously I got that shook down and uh I was gonna park the car until nationals and I was gonna get my other car I wrecked last year back out and put my other motor in it and race till nationals that way I don't take a chance to tear my car up because you know it's 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 been yeah. working really for me and it's been really fast so I don't want to take any chances on it yeah, so, they, yeah, make those uh, adjustments, got, maybe get the other car out now, right? <laughs> so, we got Ohio, Indiana this week, and then the following weekend, Ohio. And then after that, I think I got a two-day race in Indiana, and then uh, the following Tuesday, we'll leave for Nationals. All right. So, well, good luck out there. Uh, definitely a tall order, as you know, um, going, to, going to the Nationals. What has your previous nationals been like? Uh, you know, first year, my first year in a car was 2018. And, you know, I, I wanted to go out there, but we didn't. So last year was our first year out. Um, Thursday night, we was really fast. So I felt really comfortable going into Friday. Um, so I, I got luckily, I pulled a good pill for Friday's race. And I started outside pole and I won my heat race. So which locked me into the show. Um, and then I finished, ended up, 
Blues and I was, they took top nine. And I finished tenth. I got passed on the last lap, and uh, somebody got tossed in tech for fuel, which bumped me in the night. So that put me in the show on Friday night. So you know, I was pretty cool. Um, fast forward to Sunday, which I did party a little bit Friday night. <laughs> I made it in Saturday night. That thing. happens. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Sunday, you know, you get like five or six laps, and you're going out for the feature. And, uh, you know, I, I put two new rear tires on and, uh, I guess I didn't stretch my left rear enough before I put it on and I grew, it grew three inches and they tore the track up before we went out. So, uh, you know, I was, I was just too tight, but, you know, I finished 16th. I couldn't, I couldn't complain. You know, that's, that's really pretty, pretty big to go out there and make nationals my first year. Oh and, yeah. Uh, that's quite an accomplishment. Um, that was, that was my goal. Yeah, I think sometimes that uh, that last minute uh, track tear up there that Roger does, I, I I think that's a hometown bonus. What do you think? <laughs> you know, I uh, I'm a slick track racer. I love slick tracks, and we're with a cushion. You know, that's that's how it is. You know, I love it. Indiana. You know, you go to Lincoln Park. You know, it's you got a cushion a foot tall, and uh, you know, that's cool that he tears it up. But man, that really kills me. <laughs> But, and Stephanie and Frank don't know, um, and we did, we had Roger on the other week, but we didn't. Um, you know, the, the Roger will I think does the track in 12 minutes. Um, they have a couple of pieces of equipment. They go out, they they tear it up, water it, and and you know, so between any any race, um, he can decide to completely change that track um, with uh, the equipment they have. So it's pretty wild. Yeah, you know, that's like when I went out for my heat race track, it was completely black. I was like, okay. I was like, this is my kind, this is my type of track. So I'm going to go out there. I'm just going to try to do my thing. And, you know, yeah, luckily, and I, I just went out there and just drove it like I did, like I usually do, and I picked up the win. So I was pretty happy with that. Cool. That's cool. Are you going to – do you think you'll come back out to Port Royal for our big race at the end of the year in October? So my plan is uh, I got – uh, Indiana race, we got Kokomo on Friday. Oh, I love Kokomo. We'll be at Kokomo Friday, and if everything goes good, as soon as we're going to load up, we're going to head straight to Port, which is, it's, I think it's nine and a half hours. We're going to try and make the drive, if we can do it, and we'll be there. Well, that's my plan as of now to be there. So okay. So are you the the race hauler driver as well? Uh, usually when we go local tracks, uh, I'll drive. Uh, longer drives, mom, mom loves to drive. Um, so like when we go to nationals, my mom will pull the camper out there and then I'll pull the race trailer out there. So, uh, we, I, we'd I, like you to be well rested when you come to port. <laughs> yeah. I would. Yeah. Say, I'm drive. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Justin, thanks so much for joining us. It's been really great getting to know you and, um, you know, just learning all about you. I, I personally didn't know a whole lot about you yet, you know, until Saturday at Port Royal when you ended up on the podium there. So um, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you guys having me on here. Yeah, Good luck the rest of the year. Well, like I said, it was really nice catching up with um, Justin Clark and getting to talk to him. And um, Rod, what's on the show for this weekend? Well, this weekend coming up, we're at Path Valley Friday night with uh, 
the stock car was that, that's a big uh, late model race. What what division comes in with those guys? Ultimate Northeast late models. Yeah, here. yeah. Last year that was a really neat show. A lot of fans followed that, um, and it was a lot of fun to be part of that. Um, hopefully we get a, a decent car account uh, on a Friday night. Uh, that can be that can be challenging sometimes, but uh, definitely a neat race to be part of. And then. It's been a little while. It seems like we were at Sealands Grove a lot this year. Back to Sealands Grove Speedway on Saturday night. I think the Frank said we had a little over 30 cars registered. We thank you for listening to the podcast. And uh, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or any of the various uh, podcatchers out there. Uh, you can check our Facebook or our webpage and uh, Twitter to see what we're up to next. And with that, uh, thanks for letting us come out to play.